Recording in progress. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. 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 And welcome back. (laughs) And welcome back. (laughs) As we have transversed, did we transverse? Did we transmute? Did we travel? We have traveled a lot. All of it. All of it. (laughs) It has been a time. It has been a time. And I feel like, I don't know. Oh, what? What? So the I decided to pull a card out from the get go. uh, And hello, beautiful people. And I pulled um, Starry Night Acceptance from the Denise Lindeck. I just, I'm dying that acceptance came up. That's what we were talking about beforehand. (laughs) So crazy. So I'm just going to start us off with like, just a little like footnote of embrace your inner majesty, accept your life in all of its configurations. Every moment has profound value, even if it doesn't seem like it. Forgive yourself and others and accept all that life has provided and harmony will ensue. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the end of our no. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> oh my goodness. Absolutely. Surrender. Surrender and acceptance are so important. Oh my God. And I feel like that has kind of been the theme um a lot and uh i think that that is i think that's the hardest thing right i mm-hmm. mean surrender oh. yeah oh yeah for a little human brain surrender is like no <laughs> <laughs> yes. no i'm not gonna do that no no bad no. idea bad idea <laughs> ego said actually i know best and it's what we've been doing for the past 20 years. <laughs> Even though it hasn't really worked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're fine in this box. I don't care if we're a little unhappy. <laughs> yes. We're just going to close it and <laughs> feel miserable, but safe. But we know what it is, so it's okay. <laughs> right. It's not really safe because it's a cardboard box. And right. <laughs> at any moment. Illusion seems real. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Mm. Yeah, surrender can feel (sighs) a little tricky and a little scary sometimes, for sure. Yeah. Because it means you have to have deep, deep, deep trust. Yeah, I think the deep trust is really triggering. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know for myself, like the idea of trust seems really unsafe. Yeah, because there's no control. <laughs> exactly. There's <laughs> no control. And I, I think too, like, and it's funny, because I just looked at the other card that just, I just spirit said, look at the other card. And I got um, bear, bear spirit, which is healing. Mm. And I think that like, it's, it's like the trigger of like trust, 
is where the healing is like, why, why, why do I, get, why am I triggered by this? Mm-hmm. Oh, it, um, it probably was, or at least like part of it, what came to mind for me was, um, that when we've trusted humans, that we've been hurt by humans. So I think, um, you know, the fear of being let down or fear of being hurt is very real around trust. Um, And, you know, obviously like trusting universes is a, is a little bit different than trusting a human and this is like rolling around in my brain for give me a second here (laughs) um i think that it's hard for us to recognize that universe like trusting universe is different than trusting a human, especially an unconscious human. Um, Because universe always has our highest good in mind. Universe always has our lessons in mind, whether we want them or not. So, you know, it um, feels scary because we've been hurt by humans and we're, you know, afraid of being hurt again. But ultimately, when we trust in universe, what really ends up happening is, you know, something for our highest good and could possibly like catapult us into a whole higher timeline. And, you know, I love that because what really stands out for me, and I think that is, you know, kind of the, like the unconscious trusting, like just, you know, the higher self in, in, in me is able to, yeah, of course, trust the universe. <laughs> it's the distinction of those parts of ourselves. And I think, you know, being a healer and healing is really about uncovering those those parts where we were hurt when we trusted somebody that mm-hmm. was human. Mm-hmm. Um, and and someone operating from a wounded or egoic state yeah. uh, certainly is going to cause more harm because they're not conscious of their behavior or even their thoughts or emotions. Um, and I think that is really a big distinction about separating trusting a human being um although human beings can prove themselves to be trustworthy oh of course yeah um but how that is different from trusting the universe or spirit or source and i don't know for me when you said that what what really popped out was so strongly about helping guiding our inner child to understanding the difference between the two Mm. yeah Yeah, I really like that a lot. Because I think that 
I know for myself, I think in it, it not instinctively and in, like not intuitively, but instinctively, that part of myself that has been wounded immediately goes, we can't trust. We can't trust that everything's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And even though I've done lots of work around it, it's still in an instinctual reaction to acceptance and trust versus saying and really having a conversation with my inner child, our inner child, even inner teenager about the difference between trusting someone who's not proven themselves in terms of, you know, a human being and this, this beautiful energy of source that is all loving and that really is even it's like the most loving parent it's like an apparent a parent that has ascended you know evolutions and timelines yeah. <laughs> like, you know super 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 loving and yeah. wanting only the best and helping mm -hmm. evolve to this place of um giving us the choice to accept our evolution mm. um or or not yeah. But when we do accept our evolution guiding us and, 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 and the trust is that the gift and whatever we're seeking. And I'm, you know, totally going to Rumi because I think that that state, it's not, I heard, I was reading, it's like Rumi saying, didn't say what is seeking you is what, what you are seeking is also seeking you. It's, it's actually what you are seeking is in you. You are what you are seeking. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> That has been coming up so much for me lately, that specific um, point. Like the Holy Grail card has been coming up a lot for me, which is essentially that. <laughs> I love that. I love the, the inner child aspect that came up around the, the trusting. Inner child stuff has definitely been coming up too. <laughs> and it's... um. Mm. inner child stuff to me feels a little intimidating um i think because it it's difficult to see situations for what they were versus what your child self like formulated around the situation to make things feel better so <laughs> having to come to terms with with those um you know whatever it is around your inner child that you're dealing with feels very raw and very tender yeah i i think that is because there's this purity right i think mm in the inner child and and that is a lot of where our dreams are held our our, our inner child holds our dreams because mm -hmm. there's a certain purity about it that's um, there and so when a certain level of innocence is taken on whatever level that might be um it's not lost but it is it is replaced by this um need to survive so mm. that pure instinct that this that the inner child has 
then loses that that um, kind of vibration mm. and shifted to this survival, which is why, you know, let's hide in the cardboard box, which is very much like a childlike thing, right? Like, yes. yeah, I, I literally I had the same exact thought as you were saying that I was like, this goes right back to acceptance, accepting the situation for for what it actually was, or just, you know, just seeing it from a different lens. So yeah, <laughs> it's so funny that we <laughs> Oh, yeah, like what we were just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just circled back and we never go we just went around like this, this complete completion of thought which started on one side right yeah realizing that we would come back <laughs> in the space of um and i don't know why this jumped i'm jumping completely into a different uh format but i think I think that the idea of a box though, so two things stand out for me. And, you know, we were talking about like different types of healing modalities that I think were much more acceptable in ancient times and, and didn't have these, um, didn't have these associations to it. But I, when I think of a box too, like I do think, think of also the idea of a square and sacred ge geometry. So like there is this duality of being recognizing that that different shapes do come to us for different reasons, mm. but that the, the shape itself, and hold on, because this is like downloading. <laughs> It's the intention of recognizing the shape that creates the sense of um, it's either safety or, or changing. So for example, if I'm looking at, and for some reason, the little prince, the story, of the little prince is coming to me, but the mm. little box that he draws with the boa constrictor inside and that's the way that a child sees things like there's there's a whole different kind of perception and i think the acceptance of the situation of recognizing it from our higher selves or our adult selves and accepting it for what it was but also allowing that childlike to, to be able to say it can be a box like we don't have to say it can't be a cardboard box but we can we can change that box into something that is it's going to be in a higher vibration hmm. our inner child so it's like you can't it's like it's not that you can't hold on to this box but let's turn it into something that is going to be something that we can create and and like bring in a different frequency into hmm. that, i don't know if that makes total yeah sense. i'm i'm the wheels are turning <laughs> it does it does make sense the the word transmute kept coming to mind that you can transmute the energetics around oh, i love it yeah that's perfect hmm. yeah yeah and i think that that's really powerful to be able to do that it um it like releases 
like denser energies around the situations. Like I saw them as like, like ribbons of smoke leaving, <laughs> leaving the, the inner child box. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and, you know, like just, um, <clears throat> yeah, just, just lessening the, the density around things. Um, wow, that, that actually really resonates in terms of, cause I can feel it, but I couldn't energetically. Yeah. Yeah. It. And I like, I get shown images, so I have to like translate it to English. <laughs> I like, I am feeling this and usually I'm very visual, but this time I was, I was more so feeling that it, yeah. what the experience was. And I think, um, you know, and, and Merlin comes up, uh, just came into my mind, like so many things are flowing through for uh, inner child mm. work and unicorn energy. Oh, uh, I love that. <laughs> I just, I feel Cause so- Cause like, like what kid doesn't love unicorns? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the resonation of this, their their frequency is so attuned to, to children. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's so perfect. It's oh it's like the it's the equivalent of the magic that every child has within them oh that's so beautiful oh it's making me emotional <laughs> oh i mean it's just and it's funny because i i did some work oh. this week with um unicorn energy um around wish fulfillment and um my heart and what was interesting and it was really so beautiful that came up for me was that in this um, meditation, I went to the island of unicorns and um, mm -hmm. island and, and there's flowers everywhere and it's so magical and anybody oh can go. So I just wanna like send the invitation that that, that island is, is open to everybody and anybody. Um, and so I was able to make a wish, but what was interesting is that my inner child gave me her wish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I think that that is the power of when we really embrace our inner child is that they want to give us everything. Mm -hmm. And when they are in a place of, you know, when we do like the self-sabotaging, it's because there's like more healing. It's like they're just really trying to get our attention. I mean, you have kids, right? You know <laughs> firsthand. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> How powerful um you know that that energy that they have to 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 express that their needs need to be met mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah um i actually i have a um quote that uh shaman durek said i think it was on a live and it has just stuck with me and stuck with me um, you know, every time I open my fridge, I see it. And he said, 
um, God is your inner child in disguise. <laughs> oh, and every time I'm, yeah, I'm getting chills. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Wow. Oh, that's so perfect and beautiful. So of course it's like, it's so important to recognize our inner child. <laughs> that's like our, our, our purest divine source essence right there. Right? Mm -hmm. Before, yeah, before the programming. <laughs> yes, before the programming. Before the conditioning. It, <clears throat> yeah, like the, the inner child is the, the link to the divine, or one of the links to the divine, right? Oh, I mean, without a doubt. And, and I love that because, you know, that is that it, connecting with our inner child is is that creative play too you know the i mean so much of what comes up yeah. for me is like well if you asked a child like really in their freest moment like to create a world or to 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 they can or they they speak their truth or they're yeah. you know they're they're in their most um purest form of being in this being in this physical body mm -hmm. you know there's still i think there's still resonance with you know the the, the journey beforehand of, oh yeah for sure you know, uh of kind of that Merkaba experience and mm -hmm. so there isn't this big separation of you know like you just said um the conditioning and um and although there may be genetic and DNA um, trauma already embedded. Yeah. It's still, um, it's, they're still able to access that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, that like a level of purity, even if it's, mm -hmm. even if their purity is pure truth. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's why, you know, you hear so many um, stories about kids, like, talking about past lives with their parents or, oh, yeah, like, Grandpa Joe comes and hangs out with me. And <laughs> and for, for people that, <clears throat> you know, don't, um, you know, maybe don't believe in that stuff or just, like, don't even think about things like that to them, they're like, whoa, where are they? What is this? Where are they coming from? Well, that's weird. Like, I don't know. Maybe they're just making shit up. It's like, no, actually. <laughs> that's more real than what you're experiencing. Yes. <laughs> so whenever I see, um, um, you know, it's not often, but whenever I do see posts about that stuff in like my Facebook groups or whatever that I'm in, even, you know, in like the quote 3D groups. <laughs> The, the, the 3D world groups, I'm like, you know, actually, that, uh, <laughs> yeah. not just making that up. And I'm pretty sure as your parent, there's some part of you that's saying, oh, yeah, this actually, this resonates with me. Or even at the very least, like, they think, well, that's so nice that they see their 
grandpa, you know? But. <laughs> yeah, I do think that there is, you know, and I think, I, well, actually what, what's coming to me is there is this, it may not be something that they're willing to let themselves believe. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that it, it can sometimes open the door. And I think this is, and I don't know why this is just popping up in my head, but I'm just, <laughs> I think that's why grandparents can, are different around their grandchildren because mm -hmm. they are just in this space of really being open to mm. those experiences where, where parents are in a stronger state of control. Yes. Their reality controlling. I was just going to, they're in parenting mode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just, like, yeah. I don't know why that came up for me so strongly. No, it, it absolutely resonates with me for sure. You know, um, seeing my mom with my son is like, she's so um, just in like a pure state of, of joy and, and happiness. Um, so it's really interesting to see that, that aspect for sure. So yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah. Cause they're just, when you're, when you're a grandparent, you just want to shower them with love and, and like be there with them versus right. when you're, when you're the parent, you're like, I got to make sure this human functions in society. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a lot more, um, mistake, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, for me, I try to, you know, my, my son, he's only three. So <clears throat> I try to foster as much of that magical aspect as possible for him because, you know, he's still very much tied in right now. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really think things start to like drop off until they're maybe like closer. I'm feeling like five or six. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I'm, you know, trying to um, ask him open-ended questions about like, you know, if he, if he sees anything um, or, you know, I'm, I read a, a book to him almost every night called The Little Soul and the Sun. Um, and it's like an adaptation from, I think, the par par what is it called? The Parables with God or something like that. I don't, I don't know the exact name of it, but it's just like the kid's adaptation of it. And it is such a cute little story. And Lucas loves it, <laughs> of course. Mm -hmm. um, and funnily enough, the, the little soul in the book looks like Lucas. <laughs> it's so wild. Um, but, you know, the basically the soul is saying to God, um, you know, I know I'm the light, but I want to know what it's like to be the light. And God's like, okay, well, to know that I have to put you in darkness, which is AKA coming here to earth. Um, and then another soul comes forward and says, okay, I can help you, um, experience yourself as who you are. Um, I can be the quote unquote bad person 
so you know what it's like to forgive or to be the one to be for, who forgives. Um, and that little soul goes on to say, you know, I'm doing this because I love you and don't be surprised we've done this for each other many times. We've all, we've been like everything that we can imagine. Um, so really this is like not a big deal for me and I'm gonna come to your next life. And so um, it ends with the, the main little soul coming to his life and, um, you know, remembering the contracts and being thankful for every soul that comes into his life and for the lessons that they provide. And it says like, especially for the difficult lessons. <laughs> and the very last quote of the book is, uh, the little soul remembers what God said. And God said, I have sent you nothing but angels. <laughs> that is, I mean, that is so beautiful. And yeah. You know, I think, and, and, and actually this, actually, actually, I don't know. Actually. Woman said, no, I don't know what language. My, <laughs> I don't know what is manifesting, like past life. Like, okay. But we do chakra work and i'm like what is manifesting here <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> um but i was thinking about oh my god no i just <laughs> lost my train of thought oh, the, oh the evolution right this is this idea of evolution of the yes. evolution of of the soul and i love that book and i love the i love that story i think i think adults should hear that story i mean I yes think it's just yeah i've um i've honestly i've uh wanted to let my my 13 year old bonus daughter read it just to you know get the idea of it going yeah we've i've mentioned you know i've mentioned to her before about like past lives i've actually i I can't remember if I've told her one in particular or not, but there's a past life where she is my daughter and my son is actually her son in that life. Wow. Which would totally explain their connection. They're totally in love with each other. It's so cute. <laughs> you know, despite the huge age difference, <laughs> like 10 years basically. Um, but yeah, so it's, it, um, I think that's something <clears throat> that is really important for future generations to foster is keeping that connection of, you know, with source and, and not forgetting it. That's what has been really detrimental for humanity is forgetting our connection to source. I mean, and I think that that plays out in so many different types of ways, right? Oh God, yeah. Treated <laughs> and, you know, these indigenous, and it's funny because I've been doing so much uh, like different research into different aspects, you know, as as we both being um, from uh, being mixed race, you know, so I've got my Puerto Rican roots and then I've got my, my, my mom's dad from Germany. I got my mom's mom from Poland. And so I've yeah. been, up different things in terms of um 
I mean, one that's come up are the witch burning. So there's that, mm. uh, but there's also like, like each in each culture in their, in, with their indigenous roots all have the same herbalism and taking, you know, these different remedies from the land yeah. and, yeah. and it's just so interesting how when you look really deep into each culture whether mm -hmm. it be in the you know nordic or um asian or uh latino or african i mean just the, the synthesis of all of the aspects of where the truth of in the root of these cultures were all rooted in these mm. links to the land yeah. and what it provided and of course the moon the sun the stars the planets um you know and i don't want to simplify it and make it just seem like everything is the same because it's not the truth but there are similarities and connections and i oh, think absolutely that was rooted in our our knowing of of that connection to source and yeah. um and then what's happened with the ego and it's it's need for domination <laughs> <laughs> oh little ego <laughs> yeah i know i know i i think it was in um Excuse me. <laughs> In Lori Ladd's book, Divine Design, where she talks about how, you know, the ego initially in early humans was designed to keep us alive. Um, you know, like, don't eat this or don't eat that. <laughs> you know, and so obviously as humanity evolved, so did our ego. We don't have um you know to worry about a saber-toothed tiger anymore type of stuff but um the ego still very much wants to keep us alive and you know it's rudimentary so it doesn't understand the difference between wanting to break out of a trauma pattern <laughs> versus not eating something poisonous <laughs> There is that, and there is this need, I think, and, and I, I think that's a really great point, right? Like, it's not like the ego doesn't serve at all. Right, exactly, exactly. It, it does. It's just recognizing that we can, we have the ability with our evolution to transcend the ego's desires. Yeah. Which which that which aren't in alignment with our highest good mm -hmm. exactly exactly there's some desires the egos have the ego has that are harmless yeah so you know to make the ego the absolute enemy i think is also to we can't disconnect ourselves i mean we are human we have ego it's not yes. it's not about eradicating the ego but right. it is about recognizing the difference between an egoic pattern and saying, do I need to go down this path? Is this something that is really essential to my well-being? And mm -hmm. will this cause harm for others? Right? right. Like that's the that and that is essentially, you know, this element of and I, you know, I think of the tarot, right? Of really like the emperor, the empress, and 
and it is a state of it's a state of mind in which in me in terms of how it's coming to me it's a state of mind in which one isn't driven solely by their ego mm. yes <laughs> but i think to your point earlier that if someone is in touch with their inner child it it helps to balance the ego like mm -hmm. i think that you know if our inner child is like there is is our is that divine spark which is god and of god mm. that is our inner child is really kind of the antithesis of our ego yeah yeah there's no ego in that purity right that's so beautiful i'm letting it marinate <laughs> i love that so much it's so true because the you know the inner child <clears throat> wants to wear certain things or sing songs or be silly and you know just like dance around and then the ego comes in and is like don't be a fucking weirdo <laughs> <laughs> totally don't make me look bad <laughs> <laughs> what would other people think exactly <laughs> oh my god we must control all those perceptions yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> which you know is totally part of um <clears throat> part of our parents stuff too and their parents you know because what um um what we say to our kids becomes their like inner voice you know and their inner critic and stuff so yeah it's just the the inner child is so pure it needs to be protected <laughs> yeah i and i think that is and, you know, actually, this kind of comes back to this idea of trust, because, you know, I've noticed for myself that when I really honor my inner child and protect her or let her know that she's protected. So if there's a circumstance that, it, it, you know, I was talking to my therapist um, yesterday about really recognizing energies, because our inner child's also the one that's like, ooh, this person's energy is danger, danger, Will Robinson, mm. right? And like, <laughs> danger, danger. Oh my God. It was such an 80s joke. But <laughs> I I laugh because we watched the the remake of that show on Netflix. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. I love it. Um but we're we're able to say, oh, this person is not well. So when you're not operating from a wounded place, it's easier to discern, mm. you know, someone who is well, who has your highest, best interest mm -hmm. in, um, and, and isn't looking for something from you, Yeah, like, you know, where there is a, where there's an even exchange of energy and there's an even exchange of, um, like desire for that person to 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 succeed. It's not it's not rooted in in a competitive um, space, which is a you know which is also ego. And so I think that that trust that we develop for ourselves can be transferred to a trust with the universe. Like, do I trust myself? Mm. 
can I trust yeah. my yeah yeah that, I mean that makes so much sense because when you when you really look at the the um like the basics around it we are the universe you know we're an extension of source of the universe so of course it it, it correlates that makes so much sense oh yes <laughs> Just have to, just have to peel back all the layers of programming and <laughs> trauma and imprints. Lordy, <laughs> so of course it's you know it's exercising a muscle. <clears throat> yeah, it's totally an exercise for sure. Yeah, it is. And I think too, right? Then there's different workouts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, more intense than others <laughs> yes <laughs> yes there's plant medicine there's embodiment practices there's breath work there's shadow work there's this and this <laughs> Ooh, that list is like pretty extensive mm -hmm. but but all of it is and I you know I, I think when I think about like all of it is important and then all the different people that are in the different modalities of what it is that they do, like yeah. some people are cross trainers. Mm. Some people are just like straight up CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Spirituality, like they're just hardcore, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Strong. Yeah. I am a warrior. Yeah. <laughs> like to go like yoga today maybe and then tomorrow some weightlifting <laughs> yes oh my gosh that's so that's great oh, yeah i love that <laughs> and today's a rest day <laughs> it's a rest day yes which means i will watch netflix and maybe it will be the new season of charmed but <laughs> <laughs> i love that we are i i laugh so much because we are um don't judge me <laughs> we love to watch love is blind <laughs> i it's I, so I, oh my god it's so silly but from my perspective i just find it so fascinating to really see how um things play out with like um you know, like people's patterns and, and, and traumas and stuff and how it like plays out. Mm -hmm. That's what I find really interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's, I think I haven't, I haven't watched that, but I've watched like 30 day fiance or. Oh yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched that, but that's probably about the same. <laughs> It's like, you know, these people are like, I've never met you, but I'm going to marry you. And, you know, this, yeah, these trauma patterns, these, these things come up and these people are like, oh, I didn't, you know, it's like, well, I mean, of course you're, you know, it's, it makes so much sense. And I mean, no, no judgment for them, mm -hmm. but also it's just, it's fascinating. I mean, I'm, that's what, yeah. It is. It's so interesting. I just, humanity is so interesting. 
It's definitely, uh, there really isn't anything boring about humanity. That is one oh, thing. No. It's just not really, I mean, there might be boring, boring aspects of like watching paint dry might be, and watching <laughs> paint dry might be kind of boring. But... <laughs> yeah, I think so. I know I I sometimes I think about how um how life was before my awakening and it's so crazy how you just you're on I mean you're essentially you're on autopilot you know um and that's how most of humanity functions there aren't you know obviously like with us it, it feels like we're um you know I, with social media it feels like there's a lot of us, you know, because we find each other. Right, right. But, but in reality, people still think we're fucking crazy most of the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> it's like, what, like, I, I mean, you know, and that's really a difficult thing because people are like, hey, what's going on in your life? You're like, we're like yeah. well, <laughs> um, like what can I... <laughs> And I've discovered my witch lineage. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Like for me, yeah, seriously. Like one of the I, I find it hard. I find it really hard to have like normal conversations nowadays. Cause it's you know, like, oh, what are you up to? Oh, you know, just um going through a Yoni massage class and <laughs> a what <laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh i know and then um you know like here recently it was during a, a full moon ceremony like yeshua came to me and i was like oh hello <laughs> you know, not expecting it at all because we were it was just like you know release this pain down to mother earth and and stuff you know it was a really powerful ceremony but apparently you know a, a channel opened up and yeshua came to me and he said you're ready now to work with the divine masculine i was like whoa okay let me sit with this <laughs> let me sit with this <laughs> like how do you tell normal people that quote unquote normal people <laughs> you like working with tehuti i'm like yes exactly that divine masculine and it's so so random little side note i i have to tell you this because i know you would love this i i ordered a, a crystal skull i'm super excited to to get um. and it has already told me that its name it wants to be named thoth thoth which is tehuti so i was like oh i have to tell julie <laughs> So, it, of course, you know, the, the divine masculine aspect is, is coming up, too, which makes total sense because you and I were on, like, very parallel journeys with our work. Oh, my God. We're, like, very, we're very tied together. So, of course, it comes to me, too. <laughs> it, is, it is uncanny that anytime I am like, oh, blah, 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 and you're like, oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, wow, okay. <laughs> parallel. 
connection between it's because I never actually even realized that it was this divine masculine that mm -hmm. I was to, which is kind of like what we were talking about, which W H I C H, but also W I T H. Yes. the message was like the divine masculine is like i don't i'm not going to say that the torch wasn't passed in ancient times but it, it didn't come so much from the voice of the divine feminine mm. and now i feel like the divine masculine is really supporting the divine feminine oh yeah um carry that message and i also feel like you know, because in, in working with him and his energies are so powerful. Like it's, there's no mistaking the, the, the masculine energy. And of course, when I'm talking about masculine energy, it's not about male, female, you know, just for anybody who might be listening. It's not about, not about a person's sex, it's about the energy. Everybody has masculine, feminine. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify right. that. Yeah. The masculine energy is so clear. Hmm. Um, and I think, you know, we were talking about a little bit earlier about he's actually been like, and also connect with Hawthorne because that divine feminine energy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like taking the messages from the ancient times that were handed down through the masculine energies and transmuting those through divine feminine energies, mm -hmm. bring those messages back. Yeah. Um, in the world and, and balance it out because obviously you know i think the ego likes to well it has more traction with the masculine energy mm -hmm. as with the feminine energy oh absolutely yeah that makes so much sense because you know the ego wants control it's like um like the wounded masculine aspect yeah definitely yeah yeah Yes, that's kind of what it feels like. <laughs> and, you know, obviously there are wounded feminine aspects to it, too. But the, the need to, like, really control um, and not be open to one's intuition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think the, the, intu the intuitive part of the receptive yeah and to not want to just flow right like the divine feminine like that watery free-flowing aspect is very scary to the ego <laughs> yeah it is I, and it's funny that you that you say that because it it makes me think of acceptance like is mm. acceptance more like a watery free-flowing energy yeah i definitely when i think of of surrender, I very much think of water flow. Because you just... Mm -hmm. 
you go under, over, around, whatever, you know, it just like moves and adapts. So I wonder, so what came to me was like, is this idea of this fear of being pulled under? Mm. My gut. <laughs> You guys can't see me, but my eyes got as big as uh, salsa plates. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I love that. Totally. The fear of being pulled under and drowning. Absolutely. Yeah. Does that make sense for me? I think when I... I think when I think of the fear, because you had said earlier, like this lack of control, right? And I think that's what it is. Like if I'm going to be, if I surrender, I am going to, you know, the fear that comes up is like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to keep myself afloat and mm -hmm. I'm pulled under. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, really, it's really powerful because it is a, I think it's a healing, like discerning the difference between like how the universe can support me, like versus what my perception of what the universe can do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when you were uh, just, a, a second ago talking about stuff, the image that came to me and what I was like being shown was um, like, yeah, we might get pulled under because things get really intense sometimes in life, but, but universe always gives us a, like a lifesaver. Mm. We just have to be willing to take it really. Which actually makes perfect sense because I, you're right. Like, it's not that we won't get pulled under. Because um, I, I, for some reason, I'm the water, the imagery of water that's coming to mind is like going down like rapids, hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like raft, and you're like, this raft is like, <laughs> like pop out of it. And like, um but willing to accept help so like all these different things of you know i, I don't know if I'm, and it's hard for me to kind of put exactly into words but what it what does come to mind mm -hmm. is um this acceptance of well maybe that raft doesn't work anymore mm -hmm. maybe the people that i was in raft with Mm -hmm. I don't feel that I need to be going down the rapids with anymore. Or maybe I need to wear a life vest. Mm -hmm. If I like like kind of picking apart the aspects of like how did I get here, not in the self blaming way, but mm -hmm. a kind of recognition of like, oh, well maybe next time I can make a decision to do something differently, or maybe I can visualize that this, this, I don't know. I mean, there's so many different aspects to it. It depends on the lessons that we're, we're learning along the way. But I, I do love that idea of recognizing that, that, that we won't 
that we will experience some sort of difficulty, but that doesn't mean that we can't transcend or transmute that in some yeah. way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it, uh, it just comes to mind again, what we were talking about before that, like, the like the shift is there for us always we always have the opportunity for things to change for us it's just a matter of not being afraid you know because like the like we were saying you know the ego even if we're in a situation that is less than ideal that ego would rather stay there than change <laughs> yeah exactly yeah definitely so i um i lost my train of thought a little bit with that but um i think what i was thinking of is that you know we also we have to um remember that we do evolve as humans and that something that worked before might not work again so we have to again like trust that something new and different um will guide us to yeah. a better place <clears throat> before we we wrapped up i wanted to another card and of course the card that I pulled was uh the wild rose fairy and we've been oh. talking about fairies before we um started recording so <laughs> oh this is the message oh, I'm already weepy <laughs> you are more cherished than you can possibly know open your heart to receive love it's on its way you are an internal vessel for love to flow through you are enough just as you are. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of inner child healing. <laughs> I mean, that isn't like just this, like, I mean, I feel like, I literally feel like fairy dust has been sprinkled on this podcast at this moment. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be fairy dust and this message of, you are enough. Like maybe maybe you don't even have to get into the crap and go down the rapids. Like are you trying to do something with somebody? Can you just get a canoe and go down the river? Mm -hmm. Right? Like yeah. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Okay, I trust. I trust. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna open my eyes, but I trust you. <laughs> Can we get a kayak? What is it? The canoe is one person. Oh, the kayak is two. Maybe you need a kayak. Maybe you need. Maybe you need. Is that right? I think so. The, I think. I mean, I don't know. I feel like sometimes a kayak you can do two people, but the canoe can tends to be a little bigger sometimes. Okay. Either or. <laughs> So we're gonna say either or depending on your <laughs> and what's for you. Can you 
I, I don't know. Or a raft. I mean. <laughs> so just, just keep going down the river, folks. It'll be okay. <laughs> the river, the rapids. I don't know. Just m- make sure like a raft in the ocean may not be the best choice. <laughs> an expert because we're not <laughs> in those areas. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yes. Mm. Trust is huge. Thank you. Bless you. <laughs> yeah, trust is huge. Trust is really, really big. I'm, and I think that's, you know, it's a, not a one and done kind of thing. It's, it's, a, life, it's a life journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you also have to trust like what's best for you is different than everyone else says too. Yes. And I, I yeah, I love that because you know, your own journey is is important and it may not look like everybody else. And I think that's the programming that maybe you know, like really recognizing that I'm going to have a different path and it's going to mm-hmm. look different and may look like, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you going out into the ocean with a raft? Like, that's a bad idea. <laughs> They're like, I went around the world on in a raft and I was fine. And other people yeah. are, you know, it's torn to shreds like the first hour. So it is, it is like really following that intuitive connection and, you know, both the masculine and the feminine energy working together are really powerful and that that is that's the goal is to be able to unite those energies yeah absolutely (sighs) on this wild journey of being a human (laughs) i mean i think everybody could write a book right there's there's a book within everybody it's just oh my gosh yes or maybe there's a comic book i don't know Oh, Lord, yes. I'm not talking about just about memoirs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be a very different ex- reading experience. I don't know. One of those um, novels. And I, I love the movies that they turn into, but like they're, uh, like they're the darker series. The, oh my God, my brain has just left the building. Um, at noir graphic graphic novel oh yeah 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 uh graphic thingies anyway so there so i think it's just yeah so right like everybody everybody also has their own way of expressing their their journey but i think maybe the biggest message is just really honor your inner child and what is your inner child or your inner teenager want to create yeah what are they what are they looking to build because that's your clue that's the clue right i think that's where the answer yeah yeah that's definitely where the answers are for sure oh inner child work is so important it is and it's so i think you know 
easily to brush it aside. Yeah. And, um, or it can be sound really cliche. Um, but I think at the root and at the core of it, the inner, the, the child holds the wounds. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's why, um, I don't know. I know for me personally, I will be fully honest and say that I find inner child work daunting because mm-hmm. it's pretty hardcore. <laughs> it, it It is. And in, you know, I feel like I've been doing a lot of it in the last couple of years. And I mean, yeah, I can attest to the, the trauma is stored in that aspect of ourselves is, you know, the, the, the light and the dark. I mean, there is God, but there is trauma in that Mm. aspect because that's a lot of where our traumas really start to manifest. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. So, so honoring and really caring for that aspect of ourselves is essential in, in terms of, you know, what we were talking about and that transmutation and, I feel like I wouldn't have gotten to this place had I not really taken care of that part of myself and yeah. really to honor it and yeah. very tangible and real ways that, you know, might seem silly from the outside, but on the inside is cultivated a relationship with myself that is based on trust ourselves like that's a powerful place to begin yeah yourself and those of us who have never learned to trust ourselves and have to re-learn everything all over again which i think is part of the daunting aspect of the inner child is like oh my god how much do i need to unlearn oh everything (laughs) (laughs) oh Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. So. Um, no. I think I feel pretty complete. Awesome. Yeah. The inner child wanted to say hi today, apparently. <laughs> I'm so happy. I can't <laughs> like what whoever listens to this. And I would love actually if anybody wants to share their experience and if you really just maybe want to make an intention to connect with your inner child and what kind of fun or what kind what what comes like let us know mm. um, on Instagram Sandstorm Shamans. We'd love to know like what what comes up for you and what transpires for you. Yeah. You're listening to this. Yeah, I'd be so curious. <laughs> yeah. Hang out with your inner child. What do they have to say? <laughs> What's your inner child have to say? And it's okay if they're angry. <laughs> Actually quite good. Yes. <laughs> Hold space for your inner child. That actually, that, that's so... Um, I think I made a, a reel about that a little while ago about how um, 
Okay, I wrote it here in my notes. The inability to be present with a child in distress reflects the inability to sit with your own inner child. So I think about that a lot whenever my toddler goes a little nuts on me. <laughs> I I can appreciate that. That sense. <laughs> and I think that's it's like that acceptance of like the all the aspects and emotions of ourselves and mm-hmm. the the fact that we're not like one dimensional. Oh God, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We're so multifaceted, it's not even funny. Yeah. And we have to just learn to come to acceptance <laughs> with all of those facets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The underlying message, right? Of like acceptance. Like, can I accept this part of me? Can I accept the fact that I'm having a tantrum? <laughs> yeah. You know, that like those things are are just as important to honor and say, to stop and ask ourselves, like, what's what's happening? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's what's happening here? And why do I feel this way? And what what's coming up for me? And mm-hmm. you know, to, to listen to ourselves. I think part of alchemy is really like all those aspects of ourselves and. Um, Can you say that again? It, like it, the sound cut out on my side for some reason. Yeah, um, I said like li- like listening to those to all the aspects of ourselves. Like I think that is also alchemy of like those like a like reparenting and really listening to ourselves and not not the voice of like criticism and critique. I mean, mm-hmm. the deeper parts of ourselves that might come up in a given situation. Yeah, like, there's a trigger or something that comes up like our reaction to something yeah it's just easier to then be able to navigate oh oh okay i guess i'm feeling okay that's why i'm reacting to everything yeah so the it's just it, it helps to have some to recognize that no, we're not just aimlessly floating around. Like there's, there's some there's things there that maybe. That uh, I lost it again. The sound's cutting out. Really? Yeah, so- it's like it. Like you talk, and then for some reason it fades out. I don't know why it's doing that. I so know. I didn't hear what you said again. Oh, I said. <laughs> we get pulled down to those deeper aspects so that we can see though we need to see something in the depths so that we rise back up to the top oh my gosh yes Ah, i'm so glad i asked you to say that again (laughs) yes oh yes 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 i love that julie (laughs) this has been so healing for me so yeah i'm very i i feel like i say this every time but i look forward to (laughs) i always look forward to talking to you (laughs) 
really it's just like I feel like I'm I have to speak like a, a universal language but then when I talk to you I get to speak the language of my soul yes oh Julie <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> the language of Julie. <laughs> the language of Veronica. The yes. Language of all of the people that work and operate from their soul. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. appreciated. Beautiful people. It, it is the end. <laughs> the end, but it is not over. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> See, we are giving you permission to express your little inner child. <laughs> because if we can do that, you can do it too. Yes. <laughs> um, so we should end with a sound. Okay, now I say you pick a sound that we end with. <laughs> I'm laughing because my my inner child is feeling very silly right now. I feel like making a very funny sound. Do it! I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Then I got terrified. <laughs> then ego came in. Oh, Don't do it. <laughs> Don't make us look bad. My inner child wants to say, All right, all of you, we're going to say, So will you hopefully? Yes. Bye for now. Ta ta. <laughs>